You're listening to Trip 360 on Mousecapades Radio, sharing your magical moments and spreading pixie dust around the world. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Mousecapade Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Rebecca and Vicki. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 865, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that we're all travel agents. Any one of us can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world. Text Vicki or me, Rebecca, for a free quote at 636-373-4497. So I would like to welcome Vicki to the show. I'm so happy to be here. I love, I'm Vicki. Um, I am a fellow music teacher and mom, and I'm so excited to talk about my Disney trip. I am so excited to hear about your <laughs> Disney. We started talking the other day and I'm like, you could come on my podcast. And she's like, <laughs> I could. And so then we just went, we went from there. So Rebecca's going to start out with a couple questions and then we're just going to let you fly and we'll answer, we'll ask questions along the way. So Vicki, what were the dates of your trip and where did you stay? We went to Disney right after Martin Luther King Day. We flew in on January 17th and then we stayed till the next Tuesday. So I'm trying to scroll my phone and find the last day we were there. I think it was the 25th. Or that might have been the day I got my memory maker pictures. It was just a week from that Tuesday. So we went Tuesday to Tuesday. That's awesome. And we stayed at the the Wyndham Bonnet Creek. Oh, yay. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay. So when we first started planning our trip, I did go through um, a Disney travel agent. We met like at Starbucks and chatted about kind of what I like what I wanted. And she gave me some really good advice. And we booked I booked my full trip stay where we did not stay, but accommodations and everything else through her. And then our neighbor, he knows someone who owns this place that we stayed and kind of rents it out when he's not there. So he booked us. We ended up not booking through the travel agent. We still kept our park tickets. And then we booked this um, suite at Wyndham Bonnet Creek and stayed there. And my understanding is Wyndham Bonnet Creek is very, very close to Epcot. Is that true? It is. And it feels like it's on property because you drive through the welcome arch and it's that first exit and it's right there. I'm surprised they're not. I think you said it the other day, like a friend property. I don't know what the proper terminology is. Good neighbor. There we go. I'm surprised they're not a good neighbor. I think the resort right across the lake, it's still connected with Wyndham is a good neighbor, but where we stayed was not, but it is very close to Epcot. But you had the ideal situation because um, talk about who went on your trip. Okay, so we um, we have four children um, at the time, two, three, six and nine Um, boy, boy, boy. And the oldest is a girl. And then my husband as well. And it was just two adults and four kids. 
But you had like the perfect setup, right? By being at Wyndham. That that's ultimately why I changed and switched to what I did because I felt like um, we booked Art of Animation, which is, I mean, it's so cute and I'm sure we would have been fine. Um, But we were just concerned about everybody sleeping, which we've never been there with all those kids and didn't realize how tired you are when you get back. (laughs) Um, And we were team no nap. So we were all really tired, but we had space. We had washer dryer. We had a full kitchen. So it was it was the perfect amount of space. Everybody slept. My husband and I did not have any kids in our room with us. So we slept. And when I got up early to make all of our lightning lanes and all that stuff, I didn't wake anybody up. So that was nice. And so the room that you stayed in, it's more like just a a complete suite with the kitchen and all of that. Correct. That makes perfect sense. The second bathroom, I mean, it almost feels like what I would assume like a handicapped bathroom would feel like at a Disney resort. It's it's bigger, like, oh, you know, it's accessible to anybody, um, but it was nice. They had the kids had their own bathroom with a bath and they were used to doing that at home. So we kept our, you know, our bedtime routine, which if you're a parent of any number of children is important. <laughs> yes. So I'm really excited to hear, you know, about that. Do they have transportation there from the Wyndham that picks you up or do you have to drive into the parks? So they do not have designated transportation. So we rented a car um, and we picked it up at the airport. We, you know, we checked our car seats. My husband went through, I don't know if it's the one that you recommended, Vicki, but it was one of the ones that kind of gives you the best price and it'll bump you to a different company if they find you a better price. He took care of, that was his only job. <laughs> Mine is literally like Airbnb only for cars. Gotcha. So, but yeah, that, that sounds like a cool deal that they'll do that. Yeah. So when we got there, we got all our, you know, we got picked up our car and then we drove to the resort and it was nice to have the car. But I mean, I think you could easily drive. I mean, we're right next to multiple different on property resorts. And I mean, I don't know what the parking is like at those places, but I'm sure that if you did not want to drive to the parks, you could figure out how to take the Skyliner. I mean, we drove past it every time we went anywhere. That's awesome, too. (laughs) It is something, something fun. So tell us about your first day. Like where, what park did you go to? What did you do? We flew in in the morning and we got there around, I think we got checked into our room around noon ish. So I think we did lunch and nap. And then that night we went to the contemporary for chef Mickey's. Um, which that was um, an amazing way to start our trip. They put us right by the windows so we could see Magic Kingdom. Um, It was still like kind of COVID. There was no buffet. So I think they transitioned back to buffet like pretty soon after we were there. But that was nice that it was table service and the characters. I think we had two rotations of everybody. So we saw everybody twice, which was really nice. It is. I was going to say it was nice also to see like my littler ones, what their reaction would be to characters, because I I wanted to make sure that if they liked it, it was something that we made time for when we were at the parks. And they did like it, especially my two year old loved everybody. And it was just so cute. That's great. It was a great start to the trip and we could see the fireworks and we could hear the fireworks and, you know, it was like a taste. And then like we were kind of ready to go to bed and get up in the morning. On our podcast, we've had discussions about the buffet versus the table service. And it's not really going to be our choice because they're, from my understanding, they're going back to the buffet. But we have a fellow travel agent who feels very strongly (laughs) that the, the table service, the way that you did it is so much better for the, especially for the mom 
of small children. And I, I liked it. And I, I obviously we've never experienced buffet, but imagining going up to the buffet with everybody and going, you know, cause everybody's going to probably want more. And our waiter, our waitress, she did a wonderful job. Everybody had what they needed. She brought X, like, you know, if the kids said, oh, those are so good, then she, there she would come with an, another one of whatever it was. So, and it was nice too, because you, that is like a very character heavy meal. So you'd almost don't want to leave your table because you don't want to miss somebody coming around. Yeah. And I, I do think that that's the thing that they need to think about because it is a family atmosphere. She's talking about another teacher in our district that works first grade. And she said she would never get to eat. She said that when she goes to table service or to buffets, that she barely sits down with one kid. And then another one's like, I'm ready for this. And so I'm sure you understand. I can see that being the case. So I'm sure that it would, it might be different if we would go back and do buffet style, but the kids will be a little bit older. So. And the big kids can help. Yes. But with little ones, I mean, it's true. Moms don't sit down. So I'm sure that that is what it would be. So then your first day was Magic Kingdom, correct? Yeah. So we went to Magic Kingdom on the first day. I was just looking through my phone and all the like little videos and pictures that I took. Um, But that that day we took the monorail um, into the park. And I mean, I just it's such a cool experience that you don't park and walk like right up to the entrance that you have to do your transition. And I think Walt did that on purpose, at least from what my neighbor says, so that you're being transported into that Mm -hmm. world, which when you go with little kids, that is what you want. Yes. Um, so we got there, we got checked in, we did not have magic bands. Um, we were, we were back going back and forth on that. And, um, we just used our phones and I, I think, (laughs) I think the employees kind of wanted to encourage us to get our card and stick it on our lanyards, but it worked fine with our phones. They've had a lot of glitches with phones. I'm sure that's why they, they were suggesting, did you guys get the magic kingdom cards? They didn't send them to you. They did not send them to us and we did not end up getting them. The phone, it did work fine while we were there. I mean, they have to make it work because they advertise it as that, but yeah. And I'm sure it helps that it we went in January and it wasn't super busy and, you know, their network wasn't overloaded with tons of guests at the time. And we went, well, we did rope drop. So, I mean, we didn't get early entry because we weren't on property, but we did go as early as we could possibly go. So what did your kids think of the rope drop? What did they think about seeing Mickey and Minnie and their friends come out on the train. I mean, they loved it. And I feel like it was just continuation from the night before. So it was pretty cool. And then the castle, I mean, all they were all like, you know, especially I, cause I was worried my, that my nine-year-old might be kind of past that phase, but absolutely not. Um, I mean, I was, and I'm way older than nine years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what um, Kaylee was 12 and Joey was nine when we went for the first time. And everybody asks them that. And Kaylee's like, no, I think I appreciated it even more because I had been waiting to go. Yeah, she, she absolutely loved it. I think that no matter what age you are when you round that corner around onto main street and the castle's just right there in front of you i think that's a magical moment no matter how many times you've been there for sure and we watch the old sing-along songs um and you know we're humming the main street usa song as we're walking down that's awesome. towards the castle we did get memory maker too so we took some pictures then that morning because we had also purchased genie plus so i wasn't super concerned about necessarily rope dropping a specific ride because we also wanted to gauge kind of what everybody could handle and want to do and you know we had a big giant stroller which i also wanted to mention i love too 
Now, where'd you say you got that stroller from? We rented it from Orlando Strollers and they just drop it off at the concierge at your hotel and it's just there waiting for you. It was a double bob. It was kind of ginormous, but it was nice because even my nine-year-old could sit in it and it could handle her. Wow. That's awesome. Well, I, they rent everything there. I just don't think about a stroller because my kids are past that age. That's good to know. Yeah. And it was nice since we have, you know, a wide range of ages. Anybody that was tired could sit in it and it could easily hold them. My husband called me the tank at times because when we were <laughs> when we were booking it somewhere like it's so big, the crowds kind of part because you're just well, like, you know. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> well, for sure. And I wasn't and I wasn't the only mom. I mean, there were tons of moms that had strollers that were doing that. So we, I forget which Genie Plus we had booked first, but it wasn't time when we got there for that. So we went over to Barnstormer because my husband, we knew that my four or almost four-year-old was tall enough for that ride. And we figured that's a good, like, let's see how he feels about it. It's short. um, It's fun. It's goofy themed. So my husband took those three to Barnstormer and I took my two-year-old to the big top where I think every all the characters are over there. And we just went through because I knew he liked them. We went, went through and said hi to Daisy and Goofy. Uh-uh. And then by then, my other kids were done and I switched with my husband. And then he went on the other side to Minnie and Donald. That's awesome. I forget they're back there. Yeah. And Chip and Dale were out too. And there was like nobody back in that area at that time. So it was perfect to everybody. We got, everybody got, got to see characters. My daughter had got, had been gifted some pins from our neighbor. So she did some pin trading for the first Fun. time for sure. Um, so we did that. And then I think we did little mermaid cause it's kind of in that pathway nearby, which everybody loved. I love that ride. And then I think my daughter wanted to change. She had brought or we had brought for her a peasant bell dress for her to wear because she was going to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique like an hour from then. Yeah. So we changed her into that. And we took her picture in front of Gaston's Tavern by the fountain, um, which was so cute. So we did that. I think we rode Dumbo when we were over there as well. And we did not have Genie Plus again. It wasn't super crowded. And that playground for any moms out there, the playground in the the line is perfect for everybody. All my kids, I, I don't even think we had to wait that long. And they still went and played in the playground. I was going to ask you about that, if you were able to do that. And I think if the adult can stay in the line and they'll page you and your kids and then you, I, I don't know exactly how it works because they played by choice, but it is, that is a great playground. I've never seen that playground. <laughs> you haven't. Oh my goodness. So cute. And it's like, a there's a, I think a cast member stands at the exit. So it's not like your kids could just leave. Right. If you have, if you have multiples like me and you're kind of watching everybody, I don't think they can just leave. So that's nice. Yes, that is nice. So we rode Dumbo and that was fun. It was because it was nice to like be able to ride some rides. I think we may have even ridden it twice so we could swap who was riding with who because, you know, everyone wants a chance to ride with everybody else. A lot of times it was my two year old and me and then my almost four year old and my husband and then the two olders together. Which I have to tell you, my son was almost seven. And at Disney, if you don't know this, you have to be seven to not ride with a grown up. Oh. Um, so at Disney, he was seven. He was not quite. He was like a month away from being seven. And um, 
I mean, they asked a lot of the cast members asked because I'm sure they have to. Right. Um, but he he would just ride with my daughter and he's pretty tall. So I don't know why that rule exists, but safety. I did not feel like there was a safety issue and he was so close anyway. Um, but it was just funny because he did come back from the trip and tell everybody, well, at Disney, I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He was close enough. It's all good. <laughs> he was he was close enough. But I mean, they got filed the rules. So I totally understand them asking. Um, but then I'm pretty sure that's when we split and I took Cecily to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique for her appointment time that I had made ahead of time. And then my husband took the boys and they did uh, Monsters Inc., Laugh Floor, and they had Lightning Lanes, Buzz Lightyear. Um, and I think they may have done maybe Dumbo. Maybe that was the second time they did Dumbo because it took quite a while for Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Uh, but my daughter loved it. I was going to say. The best, the best part for me was when they first bring you in and they put you in your room and they shut the door and then um, the fairy godmother comes in the mirror. That's super cool because even for my nine-year-old, it was still like magical. Like, how are they doing this? That is cool because I went to Bippity Boppity with our friends and they didn't go to a separate room. They were in a one big area. Interesting. So she got to have her own room. So they, when they checked us in, they brought us back to like the, it almost looks like a dressing room, like in a store that you go to. And then they, they close the door and then the, you know, the mirror lights up and the fairy godmother talks about how, you know, we got to get you ready for the ball or whatever she says, something, something super cute. And then they take you where you can pick out your dress. Well, she had her bell dress already on. So thankfully our cast member knew that we didn't want to purchase anything. Right. So then we just waited for a little while until it was time for her to walk to the castle and get her makeover. Very cool. I should mention too that my two-year-old was also with me oh. <laughs> during all of this. <laughs> and he was fine. It just does get a little bit long. So if you have a mm-hmm. littler one, I would not recommend taking them unless they're also getting a makeover. And then because there were for sure plenty of boys who were getting make makeovers too. Um, but it's so cute. I mean, they make they made her feel like a princess and they didn't really talk to me, which was fine because I was wrangling my two-year-old anyway. Um, but, you know, she loved it. And they let you keep everything they use on you, you get to keep. So all the makeup and the brushes and all that stuff, you take it home with you. Right. Oh, okay. That's fun. So she loved it. And she chose, she did not choose like a bun. She chose like a flower... Like it's like a headband and then a ponytail with a like a clip on pink and purple oh cute piece of hair cute. in it, which was not what I expected her to choose at all. But I let her choose because it was her thing. It was her birthday present. So that's cool. Very cool. It was fun. It was it was a good chunk of time. So if you do do that, just be aware. You know, it's like an hour and a half or so. Well, our friends' daughters did it on Christmas morning and it was crazy busy, but it was still so cool. Oh, for sure. And for her, I mean, I was just an observer. For her, the one who got to experience it, it was super special for sure. I'm sure. Well, they made you feel like, that's what theirs was more like a beauty shop where they took these girls and and again they were six and four so maybe they they do that with the younger ones i don't know where they're all in the same room but it was super cool but anyway i want to talk about your group report (laughs) no it was super cute and i mean if you're if they're into that type of thing and i mean they're literally in under the castle in the castle i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's very cool it is very cool so they did we did that um and then my husband met us over there. And I think that's when we did Peter Pan. 
Um, and I forget, I think maybe we didn't have a lightning lane, but the wait was not long. And our neighbor had told us if there's not a long wait, go through the line yeah. because mm-hmm. it's a interactive and cool. And I was glad that we did because we did like we walked the whole time slowly. It's not like we were standing and waiting in any of the areas, but it is very cool, especially when your kids have really watched that movie and know that movie, which my kids did. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. The queue is something you don't really want to miss, but yeah. the three hour wait is not something you really want to For sure. And then, and, and we're not there yet, but the second day we were there, we did do um, Genie Plus for that oh, ride. Okay. So we did not wait in the queue the second time, but I'm glad we did the first time because it is a cool experience if it's not a super long wait. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But they loved it. My son is very into Captain Hook. So <laughs> he, he loved all that, which there cool. is a story about because we did get to meet Peter Pan later on. Um, and he, yeah, I'll tell you about that one. But that was the second Magic Kingdom okay. day. <laughs> okay. Um, so we rode that. Nobody wanted to ride Haunted Mansion, although I did try. That's our neighbor's favorite ride. It's our favorite ride. Yes. And I, I think next time we go, we'll for sure ride it. They just were a little bit unsure. And that was our first day, too. So I wasn't going to push anything mm-hmm. that very first day. Um, but then we did um, Aladdin's Magic Carpet which they loved. I mean, it's basically the same thing as Dumbo, just different theme. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we did, we had lightning laid big thunder. So everybody that was tall enough, which I think at that point, it was just my two olders and me. And then we had done rider swap, which parents of kids that are too little for sure make use of that because you can do that in the regular queue or you can use that as long as you have everybody signed up in your genie plus, Mm -hmm. then they can go. But that was really nice. And the cast members were all awesome with that. Everywhere we went, you just check in. You know, they have to see that there's two adults. They have to see the little ones. And then after one group goes, then they'll let the other adult go. And some of the rides, they were particular about only one person going. And then some of the rides, they were a little bit more lenient. It just kind of depended which cast member was the one. That's exactly what it is. Cast, mem- cast member choice. Did your guys enjoy it? They did. They loved it. Everybody loved all that that particular ride. And I think finally we did realize my four, almost four-year-old was tall enough. So he rode it and he also loved it. Good. <laughs> the part that they all the complain about is not even a scary part. It's when they're you're clicking up that one hill and there's the, and it's just loud. Yeah, it is loud because it's old. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> they're so much better about making things quieter now. Mm-hmm. But it's part, it's for that ride. I think it's part of the experience oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else we did. Oh, we went to Tom Sawyer's Island. I think everybody was kind of like burning out on things. Um, so we went over there and explored. Our neighborhood said, if you need like space away, everybody's overloaded. So we got Mickey ice cream, chocolate covered ice cream. Um, and then we went over there and everybody ran around and we went in the caves, which I know some people do not like because <laughs> they are a very tight fit for grownups, but the kids loved it. So I recommend that for sure. Um, and we had a dining reservation that day for Be Our Guest. So we did that. And that was at the point where usually it would be nap for my two-year-old. So he was kind of in meltdown mode. I think we would have had more fun if he had not been in meltdown mode. We were also in like the main ballroom. I think if we, well, there were, we walked over there to the West West wing, Mm -hmm. but that I think is the coolest room that you can be in. So if we had been over there, I wonder if they would have had more kind of to look at. Maybe so. And the beast did come out 
and wave. But I would not like I would not qu- characterize that as like a it is a character meal because you see the beast. But I, I mean, it's really not. He just comes in waves and walks around and then he doesn't really interact with the kids. But they still remember it and talk about it. So, I mean, in their brain, he was there. I don't understand why it would be so hard to have Belle with him. I don't either. And walk from table to table or or have an area where like um, at Storybook Point, they come and get you at the table and take you to the queen. Mm-hmm. Well, they could come and take you to see Beast and Belle and get your family picture or something. These are things we talk about all the time. <laughs> it, it would be so much nicer because the Beast is like his fan in his fancier you know, his, the one he wears to the ball, you know, when he has his special night with Belle. So that would be cool if she was there. But my daughter was in her bell dress and I thought every once in a while, I think the beast does kind of come a little bit closer to people's tables and like interact more, but he didn't, he just walked, walked through and the food was okay. I think I was just more like trying to worry about my two-year-old throwing a fit (laughs) versus worrying about what is I was eating, but the kids like theirs. And my, my kids really loved the chip cup that you, yeah. they get to paint. That's part of their dessert. They did like that. That's cool. And our waiter did obviously realize that things were happening. So he boxed up a couple of things, which was really nice for us to take with us. That is nice. They try. <laughs> they can't stop my two-year-old from having a complete and total meltdown, but they do try to help yes. moms and everybody that's in there. So but that that for me was like a one and done. But I wonder, too, if it was just because of what was happening outside circumstances, not because of the restaurant itself. You're not the only one that said that. No. And the price point is, you know, there's not a menu anymore like there used to be in a menu. And so a lot of people have spoken to that, too. So, um, yeah, I my family did it back when there was a menu and I loved it then. But I don't really think that I will. I mean, my kids are older too, but I don't think that's something I will go back and do again now with all the changes. I, if I could have swapped it for something now, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, um, but I would have totally done, skipped that, just done quick service somewhere in Magic Kingdom. And then when we went to Epcot, I would have done, um, I don't know how to say it right, Akershus, is that right? Akershus. Mm-hmm. There we go. I would have done that, that for lunch, because then you have all the princesses come. Correct. Yeah, for sure. That's your next trip. I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure your kids will always remember, though, eating in the Beast's Castle. I mean, because that is pretty cool. Well, and that's my daughter's favorite princess. So that's kind of why we had done Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and Be Our Guest, because that was her special time. Um, And we looked for Peasant Belle that day, um, but she was not out that day. And I don't think Storytime with Belle that day was not back yet. Oh, man. I think the second day we were, our second Magic Kingdom day, I think it was, but it was not fully back that day yet and ariel there was no character meet and greet with ariel yet um at the time either that's her second favorite princess so and then i think after so after lunch we did teacups which everybody loved and my husband and i were smart and we rode with like the littler ones and didn't spin very much and then the other three or the other two were like you know wild and crazy (laughs) (laughs) i think a couple other parents there were like that was the right decision (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think so but they loved it. And then my older two, let's see, I knew that my little one needed a break. So I was trying to decide between Carousel of Progress and People Booger. And I told, I think I told Kaylee, we did, I took the two littles to do Carousel of Progress for like a little break. And my husband took the two bigs. 
I don't remember it. They might've, they did not do space bound. I don't know what they did. They might've done walked all the way across to big thunder. Cause he kind of knew it would take a minute. Um, but we did carousel of progress. Um, my children did get yelled at over the loudspeaker of carousel of progress in the middle of the song to sit down on their butts because they were running around like crazy people in the back row. Oh my goodness. And I was so embarrassed. I mean, they didn't, they didn't yell at them. It's, it's Disney world, but literally in the middle of the song, I was like, Oh man. So that was the wrong choice, but I mean, whatever, no one seemed to really care. But in hindsight, I would have done People Mover because I think they might have actually fallen asleep on that one. And I know the cast members will kind of let you go around a couple times if people are sleeping. So next time. <laughs> I don't and you may have done this another day or you may have done this later in the day. But um, the PhilharMagic is also a really nice break. Nap, napping spot. And it's much more kid friendly. I mean, not that not that there's anything wrong with Carousel of Progress. I love it. But the Philhar magic might have kept their attention more. Yeah, for sure. We did that on our second day. <laughs> second Magic Kingdom day. Yes, I loved that too. They loved that. That's always been my family's kind of chill out moment. <laughs> it is nice. Um, I feel like some of like the effects, like the seed effects could be like repaired or something. I don't know if they were all the same everywhere, but. <laughs> that whole building needs some work. But it was still good. It Either way. Um, so then I took my older two on Space Mountain. Um, so interesting, when we were there, Tron was getting finished. So it was not open, but they were running the cycles through the track, you know, constantly right. and testing things. So that was really cool to get to see that like in process happening. Anyway, my I took my older two on Space Mountain. My seven-year-old tried to chicken chicken out at the last second and it was too late. And, you know, my husband was with my littles. So we did it. He got on saying, crying and, you know, saying, I'm going to hate this. And he got off and he said, well, it wasn't horrible, but I don't want to do it again. Oh, um, and it's hard because you sit by yourself. It's not like I can sit next to him and hold right. his hand. You're you're all alone. So, I mean, he survived. It was OK. And my daughter did like it. That's good. I, I you forget that you truly cannot see anything in there. Right. So you can't, as an adult, when you're like, you need to prepare your body for some of the things that happen on these rides, you cannot do it because you cannot see. <laughs> for sure. But it was, I mean, it was what I remembered as a kid. So that was fun that we got to ride it together. Yeah. Got to do it first. And then we all, no, then the little boys and I took a break. And I think my husband took the one that's up. Is that another Toy Story ride? Astro Orbiter. Yeah. He took the ones that were tall enough on that. And I think we, so highly recommend 10 out of 10, the popcorn buckets in the parks, the refillable ones, those, we got the, the shiny ears. I think it was the 20, I don't know. It was one of the special ones, but it was great. And they, that I recommend highly because everybody ate that popcorn. Um, So I think we got that. I refilled all our water bottles. It was probably Florida water. If you don't like Florida water, sorry, don't do that. Get water bottles. That is one thing. They have refillable stations that are filtered at every park, I think, except for Magic Kingdom. (laughs) Um, But they were nice about giving me ice. So that was nice. If I asked, they would give it to me. And they weren't they didn't act annoyed about it. They just did it. Everybody's supposed to be able to walk up and say they need a free cup of water. And depending on how busy they are, sometimes there's like literally lines of them waiting for someone to come and just take them. Yeah. So they were nice about that. Then we did Buzz Lightyear again, the shooting one. Um, and everybody liked that. Of course, their dad was like uber competitive and beat everyone. That's a dad thing. 
but he did not get nine, 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 whatever you're supposed to get to yeah. like get your sticker. So too bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, afterwards, my son's YouTubing, you know, all the tricks of what you're supposed to shoot to get the most points. And I'm like, well, ne- ne- next time then you'll, you can beat dad. But that, that ride was, that ride was cute. It is. It's a fun one. And then I think it, it must've been like, one of the parade times because we went to Liberty Square, which I highly recommend sitting over there for the parade because we had a really good spot. Um, and we were like, you know, as close as you can get. And there was still some shade and it was it. We so so the parade was really good and the kids liked it. I mean, I liked it. <laughs> it's awesome. Did your daughter wear her birthday button? She did. And it was not her birthday when we were there, but they still did give give her one and everybody had their first visit pins and all that stuff. But no, we didn't. Nobody came up to like a character did not come up to any of my personal kids. I think somebody right next to us, somebody came up to, but I mean, they got waved at and everything. So I just mean, sometimes they notice the button and they'll say something from the float. And they did that when my mom was there and my mom, you know, my mom, this was this year. So she had just turned 71 and she was like a small child. She just was like, just told me happy birthday. You know, so it was very cool. I love that. No, they didn't say happy birthday, but she did get a pin and she did wear it. Awesome. And then we, so, okay. So also the day we were there was one of the last few days that Splash Mountain was going to be open like of ever. So we, we got a lightning or we got a lightning, a genie plus for that. And we made my daughter and I actually, I think everybody except my husband and my littlest one, we went on the ride and my my almost four-year-old was like just tall enough. Um, and one of the cast members did give me a good tip. She said, if they like, they're exactly the height they have to be, don't carry them in the line right. when you get up closer to the ride, I'll always have them walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, but I mean, he was tall enough. It's not like he couldn't have gone on, but they said that'll avoid them like remeasuring them and remeasuring them and remeasuring them. So, but it was good. We got to ride it. One of the last, the last days. I know people who love Splash Mountain are sad. Yes. Just a little bit. It was not the last, the last day it was going to be open. Cause I would have been worried that it would have been like uber crazy, but it was one of the last days. Still a little bit salty about that one, but I like Tiana. So I'm going to keep an open mind. <laughs> But the kids loved it and they they were not like it was not scary for them. We did not get like uber soaking wet. So it was good. I think they can turn the splash down. Um, Like, you know what I mean? Like they can make it splat, hit harder and they lower the water during some seasons. So that may have helped. Somebody else told me that too. And they must have because it seemed like it was not. I mean, you got wet, but it was not like I remembered as a kid where you were like soaking wet. Right. The weather was perfect. It was not like it was warm in the sun, but it was not hot. So I think that, yeah, I think it's something like they just have less water. So then it doesn't splash up as much or something because I wrote it twice in its lifetime. And I know that I walked away pretty wet. (laughs) Yeah, we were not that wet. So it had to have been turned down because of the month that we were there. Um, And then we... I don't remember. We, I think in Liberty Square somewhere, everybody was hungry and cranky. We got something sweet. It might've been like a funnel cake taco or something. I don't remember what it was. Nutella fruit waffle. It was yummy. Yes. My husband picked it. Um, And he did like the, like he ordered on his phone and he picked it up. So that was good. Um, and then I think my two-year-old had another meltdown, of course, because he had not napped. Um, and then we did Tiki Room which our neighbor said we had to do. And I mean, I did that as a kid. So we did that. 
the kids loved it. Yes. Um, and then it was parade or then it was fireworks time. So we, I mean, it wasn't, but it was a time for us to go figure out where we were going to be. So we went and sat and it was kind of crazy. I felt like wherever we were was not ideal for little kids because they kept like smushing us in. And I was holding my two-year-old at one point and somebody like, they must've tripped, but they like leaned on me to try to hold them up. And there was no way, like I didn't fully fall, but like I did, it was just, at that point we were all tired and you know, everybody's, it was just time. But we yeah. stayed, we watched the fireworks and it was fine. I think it would, we were just tired at that point. And I think that fireworks show that was there in January, it was not the one that's now. Right. Well, it's obviously not the one that's now because now it's Halloween. Um, yeah, but it's only Halloween for the parties. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was cute. I mean, Tinkerbell was cool. My kids loved that. I think my two-year-old stayed awake and my four-year-old fell asleep in the stroller. <laughs> so. Of course. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you, then, you know, when, when it was done and we walked out, we knew one of the cast members said to go kind of to the side. So we did that. And there were a lot less people. We didn't walk straight down Main Street. Um, and we got, you know, you can roll your stroller onto the monorail. And it was perfect. And then we went home and went to bed. But yeah, and got you some sleep. Okay, so we want to make sure that Vicki has an ample amount of time to share about her Disney World trip. And she has a lot more to share. So we are going to make part two next week. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. We hope that you find this episode helpful and you learned some tips from our friend Vicki that just took a Disney World trip in January with her family. If you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. If you'd like to book a trip to Disney or anywhere, reach out for a free quote from Rebecca or myself, Vicki, at 636-373-4497. We can help make your dining or your trip more exciting with all of our Disney knowledge. And you can always check out our Facebook page, the Mousecapades podcast. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and more podcasts. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Second star to the right. Have a magical day, my friends. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse.